You are listening to the To and Out CFL Podcast, a proud member of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. Like when you went out for dinner, what did you order? <laughs> um, what did From I... the kids' menu? No, you jerk. <laughs> um. Grab some poutine and a double-double. It's time for the Two and Out CFL Podcast. Now they have to kick it out, and they do! Every week, Travis Cura. Does anybody still care about this podcast? And Brazilian Tide. Hunters are people, too. Talk fantasy football, bring you the latest in CFL news, and sprinkle in a little bit of nonsense. Are you kidding? This is unbelievable! Ready, set, hook. And we are a part of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. Brazilian Ty, how you doing? Uh, I'm fine, minus the fact I had to buy a new phone today. That sucks. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's somewhere in Kitscotty. <laughs> Kitscotty, Alberta. How many people do you think live there, Ty? Willingly? Uh, <laughs> not a lot. Um, I don't know whose bright idea it was to do a podcast every two weeks in March, but here we are. Um, Ty, I need to tell you a couple things. One, Uh-oh. this is a safe place. Two, <laughs> there are no secrets. <laughs> so catch me up. How was your weekend? The last few days leading into it, too. What would you do? Um, you know, I just laid low. I uh, didn't do anything exciting. Shut up! I'm not listening <laughs> to your crap! <laughs> your mom wants uh, me to get something out of you, and I can I, I can actually hear the redness in your cheeks right now. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, give him... I mean, come on. You don't have to tell me everything, but... Like I said, it's a safe place. You have to tell me something. What happened? Uh, it was, it was good. Um, you know, we we went for lunch on Thursday, at, right across from the rink. Uh, Friday night dinner and met up with some friends. Saturday night, obviously the game, uh, which you know the fact that Drysaddle had a three point night uh, kind of worked out very well. That I got to see him score his hundredth point. Um, and then, uh, took, you know, over three hours to drive home on Sunday cause the roads are crap. I almost put it in the ditch driving to the airport on Sunday Jeez. morning as well, which, which would have, you know, been a real good, uh, cap to the weekend. You're still being so secretive. You haven't mentioned a name. You haven't. And, and what does this person think of, uh, you buying flowers for somebody else on Valentine's Day? Or is this the same person? I'm, like, in the dark here. <laughs> it's it's the same person, yes. Oh, well, that's a start. <laughs> <laughs> and and everybody knows who it is by now if you've seen Twitter. Does she have a Twitter handle? Does she have a first name? Come on. Yes, she does. And does she have a phone I, number? I hate <laughs> you so much right now. <laughs> Well, you have to say her name. Does your mom know her name? Yes. Oh, she she does know that at least? Yeah. Mom mom is quite the internet sleuth. So who scored more, Leon Dreisaitl or Brazilian Thai? You don't need to answer that. I plead the fifth. <laughs> In the huddle with Karan Thai on the Two and Out podcast. By the way, her name is 
Laura, and we're going to have to get her on the show before... I don't know if, if if two weeks from now the CFL no, no, news. What you were, what, what were going to say is before I screw it all up <laughs> is what you were going to say. I actually was not going to say that. I was going to no. say the Grey Cup, but that's too far from now. A lot could happen between now and then. <laughs> Maybe we got to get her on at the live show. <laughs> Man, you know what the worst part about the live show is going to be is that mom wants to come, which is fine. She's going to road trip to Regina? She wants to show up Wednesday. Because oh. It's a six-hour drive, right? Nice. Stay Wednesday and then come to Spirit of Edmonton after the show. Nice. No, <laughs> not nice. <laughs> oh, I, I, I am so excited for everything right now. Everything. <laughs> I figured you would be, yep. Yeah. Oh, I I remember when we had her on the live show in November, the night before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the way you were talking to me, I was. I, you made me feel like I was the bad guy in this situation. You are. <laughs> Don't kid yourself. <laughs> I'm not. She was a very well spoken, well researched guest. Like, arguably, she probably did more work than you leading up to that show. Okay, that is false, and you know it. (laughs) But we can say with certainty that she did more work than John ever did. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) And also, also, I do have to uh, issue a retraction. My grandma doesn't have a VCR anymore. She actually has a PVR, and she knows how to use it. Oh, wow. You were giving crap somewhere. Yeah, mom, mom, let me know. Okay, okay. <laughs> so Ty's grandma listens to the pod too? No, no, grandma does not. But when I mentioned the VCR thing, mom was quick to uh, correct me. Okay, perfect. Speaking of the Grey Cup, it's going to be in Regina this year. And they have named a ton of details on how this year's festival is going to look and sort of, I guess, similar to 2013, but even more of the events moved to uh, Mosaic Stadium in the same sort of uh, footprint with Evraz Place. Mm-hmm. I know Grey Cup's and in Regina. And there is a Burger King right there, too. Like, there is. You're right. Perfect. It is perfect. <laughs> Grey Cup's in Regina get a bad name um, mm-hmm. from fans around Canada, and I get it. Um, I mm-hmm. I was at the 100th Grey Cup in Toronto at the Spirit of Edmonton, and one of the nights, the talk was that the hotels in Regina are already sold out, and there was sort of this movement of people trying to set up a party in Las Vegas, and I think, you know, maybe a couple hundred people ended up doing that instead of going to Regina, but it is what it is. I, I would rather it go to Regina and uh, a Hamilton. They've been screwed. They should have hosted a Grey Cup a lot sooner than what they are uh, come 2021. But I'd yeah, rather... What was it, 1996? Yeah, like th- that should never happen. And I'd rather... No, that's I'd rather struggle with getting accommodations and all that sort of good stuff twice every 10 years or once every five years or whatever it is, then them Mm -hmm. to just never get it. And that's what some fans are sort of suggesting. 
Yeah, and it, again, it's the, it's the CFL fan base, and all they like to do is bitch just to hear themselves bitch. Like you, you know, we know two years out. Start planning. Yeah, start yeah. looking for accommodations. You've already found the hotel in Hamilton. Granted, it's not. I've been told it's not like in the greatest spot or you know the greatest hotel, but you have a bed. Hey, it's pr- uh, I guarantee it's better than the one I stayed at in Regina in 2013. <laughs> you the truck stop that smelled like cigarettes. <laughs> Guaranteed. And I stayed yeah, on East 100%. Hastings in Vancouver when I went to Metallica in 2012. So, hey. Yeah, well, that's because there's a fine line between bravery and stupidity. <laughs> I'm a simple guy, man. I don't need much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> And whatever whatever you need, you could find on East Hastings. Trust exactly. Me. Just gotta <laughs> ask. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta ask the right people. But you're right. Uh, plan and the people mm-hmm. in these cities, they're very hospitable. There, there is a lot of people that will uh, open up their homes, and uh, there's Air- Airbnb. Airbnb is now an issue, or not an issue? Sorry, is now uh, an option. Like, yeah. I, I don't foresee that being a huge issue this year in Regina. I think everybody that wants to go can go. If you're going to complain, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how bad you did want to go in in the first place. But they... But, I mean, it can't be worse than what we experienced in Winnipeg, so... <laughs> the bar has been raised the past few Grey Cups. Uh, Edmonton did an amazing job. Calgary did mm-hmm. a great job as well. And Regina's got to try and match that and keep the bar high because the last couple have just been great events. I have no doubt that Hamilton's going to be great as well, but they're getting involved with the community. They're going to have like mini Grey Cup parties all over the place. They're going to award six communities across Saskatchewan $25,000 to improve health and wellness initiatives. And one of the most talked about things that they're doing, both on the negative and the positive side of things, is that the first ever League of Legends Canadian Nationals eSports tournament is going to be held Grey Cup weekend. And I don't get it. I'm going to say that. I, I, It's tough for me to sit down and watch people play video games, but it's what it is right now. Mm-hmm. And the amount of cash that these guys make, they made more than the guy that won the Masters. They make more than the yeah. people that win tennis U.S. Open. They make a and, ton and of cash. Who was, you can't say the guy who won the Masters. It was Tiger freaking Woods. No. <laughs> They made more money than Tiger Woods playing video games. That's the dream. It is the dream. It really is. And the fact that they're talking about getting video games into the Olympics makes me think that I have a shot at winning a, an Olympic medal. I'm not going to say gold. I, I, but. I've, seen, I've seen you play video games, and I don't think I'd be too worried it depends on about the game. you winning a medal. Depends on the game. Okay. <laughs> Snake on the old Nokia phones? <laughs> I once filled the whole screen that the snake could literally not get any bigger. And that's as good as it gets. It's actually perfect. That, that is, you peaked <laughs> too early in life. <laughs> uh, the tournament actually comes with a $50,000 prize pool. And I, I guess I look at it this way. The Super Bowl has all sorts of events going on that week that are not Mm -hmm. for football fans. Uh, They have Mm -hmm. these big concerts the night before the game that have nothing to do with the game. It's just 
more attention and more things going on Grey Cup Festival week if this, you know, comes toward uh, bringing more eyes to the CFL, that's cool. But they will always mention that this national tournament is happening during the Grey Cup Festival. And I think that is a great thing. Yeah, and any press that you can get, uh, you know, that is going to add to it or mention it, it it's not going to hurt it. Uh it, it's just another way for the league to get eyes on it, uh, you know, and maybe get some people that aren't exactly, you know, traditional football fans. As uh, I shouldn't say traditional, but like our football fans or diehards or anything, it might get them a little more interested just to see what this is all about. And that's not a bad thing. By the way, do you want to make a League of Legends team with me? I don't even know what that game is. Well, I, I kind of know what it is. They kind of run around and they battle and you make a... <laughs> this is just great, great content. <laughs> yeah, I, let's do two, let's do an episode every two weeks. Yeah, that was a great I, idea. I don't know anything about it other than it's a game. I've seen these guys on TV. They've got commentators and everything. It's a it's a mm-hmm. really big production. So I need to buy this game and I need to get good at it real fast because I want to win some cash. Yeah, if it's not Madden or NHL or FIFA or MLB The Show, I'm, I'm probably not going to play it. <laughs> One thing I am hoping for this Grey Cup is that they bring back the uh, party passes that they did in 2013. Mm-hmm. Basically, in the summer or springtime or whatever, you pay your fee and your entry to all of the Grey Cup Festival parties is covered. Once uh, that week rolls around, I really hope that they do that. I know a lot of Grey Cup fans were hoping that other festivals would pick it up, but it never did. Hopefully, here's another chance for that to happen because I thought that was great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we had all the parties at BMO, uh, you know, in Calgary at the convention center, and each one had their own cover charge. Mm -hmm. And it, it sucks. Uh, you know, you pay a cover charge. It's not like you really want to leave that party. Uh, sure, we found ways around it via the bathrooms, but yeah. it, <laughs> it it wasn't the greatest uh, not having the party pass. Randy's road trip has been what's in the news lately as of late. Mm-hmm. and uh, It seems the new playoff format might be happening. They might do it without the whole pick your opponent thing. But another well, thing, but there's only two teams to pick from. So, like, how 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 exciting is that? Like, what's the like? N- just go, just go by seating. And they've also, uh, or he's also brought up that they're talking about maybe changing the rouge, and that has mm-hmm. everybody worked into a frenzy as well. What? Uh, of course, it does. What do you think? Uh, I think if if you can't if you don't have the opportunity to get it out of the end zone, like we saw in. In Toronto this year, uh, you know, where a missed field goal goes out the back without a chance of return, I don't think you should be getting a rouge for that. Uh, I, I don't like it because, I mean, you could line up and you don't even have to try to kick the field goal in a tie game, right? You can just boot it as hard as you can and try to kick it out the back. Uh, so that I wouldn't mind, but I wouldn't want to get rid of it entirely. I think I'd be okay with that. Um, I mean, if... Somebody kicks a field goal from the 20. They still have to kick it 40 yards to go through uh, yeah. the end zone. So maybe don't let that team get to the 20. That, that's probably... There's, there's there's that too. But I mean, then then that 
like if you kick it right out the back on a miss, that's the, the now that's a loser point, right? It's like the the single point for an overtime loss, right? Like it's a, it's a point for trying. Uh, I I I would like it if if that was gotten rid of, where it's just the only way you can get the rouge is if they try if they catch it and they they concede it, not if you just kick it out. I get that. As well, uh, if a guy gets out of the way and lets it bounce, I think that should be a point. You had a chance to catch yes. it. Um, I just yeah. think it's another if you can way make a to play, if you can make a play on the ball. Yeah. Then and then it should be a then it then it should be a rouge. Yes, but if if you don't have that opportunity, I don't think you should be getting a point. I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay if they kept it the way it is. Yeah. It can add uh, a different wrinkle to the end of games. Everybody still talks about the Al's and Argos game when they got a punter into the end zone to kick it back out. I love that. There's also maybe a receiver or a returner catches it and he needs to escape the end zone or the game mm-hmm. ends as a loss because of a rouge. I, I love that. Those wrinkles, I think, need to stay in the game. So if a returner has an opportunity to catch it and return it and get it out of the end zone, yeah, maybe maybe keep the rouge. And uh, when it comes to punts, I I, I know that's reward, rewarding failure as well. I'm just reluctant to take mm-hmm. away any sort of uh, ways to score in the game, even if it is only one point, that's all. One point, yeah. No, and, you know, the po- points are what put people in the seats, right? Yeah. Not, it, it's really tough to watch a 10-7 football game. It's just those uh, those opportunities create something that's definitely mm-hmm. uniquely Canadian when it's, you know. Yeah, oh, 100%. <laughs> that's, that's what I want to keep. And speaking yeah. of Canadian, this whole TJ Jones thing coming from the NFL to Canada has become sort of a mess. Uh, The Argos announced that they had signed him, and he spent four or five years in the NFL. But for rookie nationals to come to the CFL, well, even though they're technically not rookies anymore, um, basically the CBA says that he as a Canadian coming to the CFL for the first time would have to sign a three-year deal at the league minimum. The, the Argos signed him at 200000 a year. He is not going to come for 65000 a year. That's just not going to happen. No, that's not, that's not going to be a thing. <laughs> and I feel like they're kind of dragging their toes on this. Uh, a little bit, but he's obviously got NFL experience. He's been there mm-hmm. for a few years. He deserves to come to Canada and play for a nice little contract. Well, he couldn't enter the draft. At that time, yeah, the, the at, rules were crazy then, yeah. Yeah, they they wouldn't, they, he couldn't come in as a Canadian. Now, yeah, he's he technically would be a rookie, but he wasn't drafted. It's a free agent signing. It shouldn't matter. Yeah. Right, like that, that's what that's what I. Uh, it, it seems stupid to make him or to subject him to a rookie pay scale when you know he's he's a it's a free agent signing. It just doesn't make any sense. Staying with the CFLPA, Solomon Elamimian has been named the new president of the CFLPA, mm-hmm. which is pretty big because he's still going to be playing. Uh, he was very involved in the negotiations last year, and he had actually said that that uh, kind of uh, sent him behind the eight ball a little bit when getting prepared for his first season with the Rough Riders. But 
it uh, turned out okay. I think he had a great year. He looked like uh, mm-hmm. the old uh, Elamimian. Um, he's probably winding down his career as a player in the CFL, but he's the new head man of the CFLPA, and the players clearly are behind him. 100% it seems, right? Uh, and I think with the like like he said we're kind of sent him behind the eight ball well now he knows uh he, he can get a routine and he knows what he needs to do to get ready to play and what he'll need to do in his new role as the CFLPA president and he'll have to balance that but now he has a little bit of experience doing that last year that you know because he was so involved with the the negotiations that I, I don't think it'll be such a chore I, I shouldn't call it a chore but such a tax so tasking on him in this offseason, I think it'll be, uh, you know, it'll it'll be easier for him as, as time goes on. And I think what's so significant as well about this is that he's only the second American to be the president mm-hmm. of the CFLPA. George Reed is the other one, and that's pretty good company uh, to be mm-hmm. in. It just shows Who's how basically much... basically a Canadian anyways. Yeah, at this point, uh, how much respect he has from his mm-hmm. peers in the league. Uh, John Bowman is the first vice president uh, from the Alouettes. Chad Rempel from the Bombers, second VP. Ryan King is the third VP. And Peter Dyakowski is the treasurer of the CFLPA. It's not going to be... The smartest man in Canada. Yeah, exactly. They're not going to be as busy this offseason as compared to last, but (laughs) they'll be looking probably for some more caps the next time the CFLPA or the Mm -hmm. CBA is up. Hopefully not as much drama as this time around. Uh, Let's talk about what's going to be going on in the stadium for the upcoming year. And MLSE has announced some of the new menu items that are going to be at BMO Field for TFC and Argo games. And I got to tell you, some of this stuff, it looks pretty fancy. I don't know. Let's let's do a quiz here, see if Brazilian Thai would eat some of this stuff. The Buffalo Blue Cheese Corn Dog. No. Nashville hot chicken sandwich. Yes. Okay. Jerk chicken poutine. Why, why do you even ask that one? Oh, gravy. Poutine. I was like, what? Because you're not. a jerk? <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh, yeah. How about this? Chili cheese tots. I'd think about it. That definitely looks good. Man, they're going to. I think, I actually think that every stadium should be doing this. Are, are we also aware that they have a. Braised beef grilled cheese? Actually, yeah, I saw that too. Okay, you would eat that mm-hmm. for sure, right? Oh, I I would eat all of them. The braised? Like every grilled cheese they made, I'd eat it. How I, about I, the I classic, classic Chicago dog? I don't even know what that is. Uh, there's a plant-based burger. The there you go. Uh, <laughs> next. Don't, don't get me started. <laughs> Classic Chicago dog. It looks like uh, basically a Subway sandwich with a hot dog. <laughs> it's got pickles, uh, nope. tomato, well, I don't, eh. mustard. Nope. Oh, like, can I get it plain? Man. Like, when you went out for dinner, what did you order? <laughs> um, what did From I... the kids' menu? No, you jerk. <laughs> um... 
Although last time I went to Cactus Club, I did get the chicken fingers because uh, you know, you know, I love stepping out of my comfort zone. Um, <laughs> we well, I got like fish and chips. I think yeah, I got fish and chips when we went to Finn McCool's. I got filet mignon when we went to Violino's. Whoa! How'd you get it cooked? Medium rare. Wow! I think you're you're surprising me a little bit. And then uh, chicken and ribs when we went to chop before the game. Mm. So mm-hmm. as long as it's meat, you'll eat it. <laughs> Usually. <laughs> I, I think every team should announce some new items before the season because baseball starting in a few weeks here. And oh, the even boomstick. <laughs> when they always announce like these ridiculous items, um, both minor league and major league teams, it gets so much traction. And just to get people talking about it, if they sell one Walby burger this year, but with all of the talk about it, I think it's all worth it. It's a win-win, mm-hmm. man. I, I, I want to try that, but at the same time, I know it'll just taste like regret. <laughs> regret never tasted so good. So good, yeah. <laughs> not even not even one letter? <laughs> No regrets. <laughs> um, the, some teams are announcing some new uh, pricing initiatives heading into the season, and there's nothing bad going on here. I think the CFL is in a unique place because you know that the NHL is going to fleece you as much as they can, and they're not going <laughs> to cut their prices. That's never going to happen. Um, no. So try to get the market that, you know, wants to be a sports fan but maybe can't afford it. Um, mm-hmm. the, the BC Lions are going to let kids 17 and under into the home opener this year for free and then $10 tickets all year long for kids 17 and under. If I shave, I can get into the BC Lions home opener for free. <laughs> you can! Although... <laughs> That beard you have right now could pass off as about 16 or 17. <laughs> Next. <laughs> I wanted to shave it. What do you want to say? I wanted to shave it. You did? Why didn't you? I was requested that I didn't. By who? I plead the fifth. You're already at that point <laughs> where she's telling you how to grow your facial hair? <laughs> I did not say that. Congratulations. <laughs> She's going to kill me. No, this is why you don't talk to me as much anymore. <laughs> oh, no, no, because I didn't have a phone today for half the day. I had to Facebook message everybody. <laughs> Up until March 10th, you got less than a week now, the Edmonton Eskimos are selling $99 season seats. It doesn't matter how old you are. But, yeah, they are going to be row 60 and above. I'm pretty sure my season seats are in row 57. That's exactly where I want to yeah. be. Um, we're, we're we're a little bit of a jaunt to get up there. Yeah. But, I mean, you get to the bottom of the stairs and there's beer, mini donuts, and a bathroom. So I, I think we're, and we're right on the 55. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think you'd want to be anywhere else. Yeah, it doesn't get any better than that. So ninety-nine dollar no. season seats. The Eskimos got. That's gonna that's gonna piss people off, though. Let's be honest. I I thought about that too. I mean, the guy one section over that paid four hundred fifty bucks for his seats is thinking, yeah. 
What? But it's like uh, yeah. the cable companies that new customers can get the new 55-inch mm-hmm. 4K TV. The guy that's been paying them for 10 years gets nothing. Gets nothing. <laughs> and the, the golf course here in Lloyd did it too. Like if you'd never had a membership before, it was like half the price of a, of a full membership. Right. And that only lasted for like a week because everybody <laughs> got so pissed off. <laughs> Because the 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 old guys that had their that had their memberships didn't get squat, right? So yeah, so I I could I could foresee it happening. But at the same time, I mean, you're row sixty and up, so I mean, you're pretty far up there. I don't, like the people that'll be bitching are the people that sit in the lower bowl. So you're not going to have to hear it anyway. <laughs> uh, the riders also making some changes, which is shocking. To me, um, $99 family packages to go to single games, which is awesome. Four people to get into the door for 100 bucks. So do two of them have to be children, or can you just get four buddies together? <laughs> I love. This is like circumventing the salary cap. I <laughs> 100%. I love it, but all of these initiatives from the Lions, Eskimos, and Riders are all aimed at getting the younger fan, the families back into the door, and that's how they're going to get more butts and seats. But it is the reality of sports now. It's the reality of entertainment. We don't see concerts even selling out in 10 seconds like they used to, right? It's just... There's so much options, and the cost keeps going up and up. Props mm-hmm. to these teams for making it affordable for people to get out to games. Well, I, you know, it maybe not the CFL so much, but professional sports are usually gate driven, right? Uh, right. You got to get people. You got to get people in the seats, and you know, if if you're only going to charge a family a hundred bucks for four tickets, well, then they're probably going to be more likely to buy food and drinks and everything there. It keeps the cost down all around where they're, and they might spend their money somewhere else, but still in the stadium. And then uh, you get that kid in the door once and has them begging to go back. And mom says, fine. And then, uh, then you You got a fan for life. (laughs) You just wait till your mom's on the phone. And that's when you ask her questions. It's always a yes. (laughs) Pro tips from Brazilian Thai. Yes. <laughs> the, I was a terrible child. <laughs> really? I'm surprised. <laughs> I am shocked. <laughs> yeah, shocked and appalled, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, signings have been at a snail's pace. Uh, Declan mm-hmm. Cross has re-signed with the Argos. The Eskimos... Get Terry Williams from the Calgary Stampeders. I think that might be a little bit under the radar. The Eskimos have struggled uh, with the return game. Breaking news. Their fans know that all too well. But Terry (laughs) Williams is a threat every time he touches the ball. Mm -hmm. And we saw that in the Grey Cup two years ago as well. Yeah, when the turf a, a year ago. When the turf was not ideal as well. So yeah. And still dangerous. So. When it's in good shape, you never. And I think that uh, uh, Milanovic could work him in in the offense as well. Mm-hmm. The Alouettes end up signing Naaman Roosevelt, longtime Saskatchewan Rough Rider, just a, a great guy. The Riders are definitely going to miss him. Uh, Fajardo was relying on him late in the year to make those tough catches down the middle and yeah. almost get his head taken off. And I think he's, Vernon he's Adams been beat up quite a bit the last couple of years. Yeah, he has been and. 
Vernon Adams was probably going to rely on him uh, for that mm-hmm. as well. The Lions have been the busiest team uh, over the past little while, signing Kenny Ladler coming back from the NFL and three receivers, Devin Bailey, Caleb Hawley, and Dominic Rimes. I got to think this means that they're out on Darrell Walker. And at this point, mm-hmm. I'm wondering if he's even going to sign before training camp. You know, teams are going to have to look at other options because they can't wait forever for 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 this, right? Uh, and the cap crunch is gonna is gonna be a deciding factor in where Darrell Walker signs or if he does get signed. Like I, I think teams are going to want him, but they're going to have to be pretty creative in how they make room. Yeah, it's all about that and whether or how much of a pay cut Darrell mm-hmm. is going to want to take. Um, I didn't mention this, but Quan Bray. What a story that was. Uh, his, I don't know if I should laugh, but he gets caught with, what, 157 pounds of marijuana? Yeah. I mean. Barstool is now selling shirts. Are they? Yeah, they just say 157 on it. <laughs> I mean, that's some pretty b- bad glaucoma, but. <laughs> like my dad my dad wants to probably find Quan Bray. <laughs> Javon Johnson signs a one-day contract with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and officially retires. Okay, but don't don't just move on. Actually, read what you wrote about Quan Bray, <laughs> and then explain your damn self. Well, I, I just put that he got. Uh huh. I mean, <laughs> go on. Say I, I put it. a Brazilian tie worth of dope. <laughs> uh huh. Now that it's out there, this same now, place now, that nobody now, yes. nobody can judge me for it. <laughs> now explain what you meant by that. Just the weight? I'm, I'm not 157 pounds. <laughs> When's the last I, time I you were 157 pounds? Grad, maybe. I'm going to have to maybe, maybe go back to grade two. <laughs> well, now you're 157 <laughs> pounds of just beard. <laughs> Uh, I like what Vernon Adams Jr. did on social media, uh, teasing mm-hmm. or deciding whether he's going to go with number three that he wore with Oregon. And actually, he wore with his first run with the Alouettes, I think, or number eight, made the big decision. He's going with number eight for the upcoming season. I mean, it's March. What do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we're digging. We're we're reaching into the bottom of the barrel here. But how about R.J. Harris getting accidentally tagged in a tweet by Donald Trump? Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Harris just wakes up and looks at his phone. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah. Uh, whoops. Uh, and you also probably think that your life is over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll never have to worry about that. So No, we won't. Uh, Derek Dennis joins the XFL's Guardians while Amarni Edwards joins the Renegades. My after, team? After, after week one, everybody was worried about the XFL, and after week three or four, nobody's worried anymore. So I, 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 I haven't watched a single down. You know, what what I'll say is that I don't know if they're good at miking the crowds, but they come off as very enthusiastic. Like they've got some uh, 
good loud crowds in there. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's all right to watch. The production's good, and more football jobs is good as Absolutely. well. All right. Uh, March is the month of combines, uh, with the regional combine starting next week and the CFL combine happening at the end of the month. Then the global draft happens April 16th, the national draft happening April 30th. I feel like we need to have a two and out combine. What, what events would, uh, would happen in here? Well, the 40. But it wouldn't oh. be running. It would be drinking a 40. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, waxing. That's got to be in there. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. We've both waxed various parts of our bodies. Yeah, some of us, uh, you know, a little more intimate than others. Did you get that done before last week? <laughs> I'm not answering that question. <laughs> That's a yes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that automatically means a yes. <laughs> oh, I hate you so much right now. Your mom knows oh, you in you more so ways. Much. It's okay. Yeah. It's yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Any other hard-hitting questions you got? <laughs> uh, what's your middle name, actually? Tyrell. Oh, really? What's your first name? Well... It used to well. Okay, mom screwed up on my birth certificate. Okay, I really didn't expect this, <laughs> but it's a we safe didn't find space. out. And we, we didn't find out until I went through driver's ed. So I'd grown up thinking we everybody like even my mom figured thought like she named me Tyrell, uh, but on my birth certificate she filled it out wrong, and my first name was legally William, so Bill, and Tyrell was my middle name. So when I filled out all the sheets for uh, driver's ed, we were all filled out wrong. So that's how we found out. It was so supposed to be the other way changed. around? <laughs> yeah, so we, had to, we, we changed it. it. It's all taken care of. Oh, it is taken care of. So it is It is Tyrell. Like, my middle name is William, sorry. Wow. Now, but all right. it legally was Tyrell, and we didn't even know. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'll ask you more questions next week, because these March pods are lots of fun. <laughs> <laughs> This episode That's one way to put it. This episode of Two and Out is brought to you by Park Power, a provider of electricity and natural gas in Alberta that offers low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. In Alberta, you get to choose who you buy your energy from. If you choose Park Power, your money stays here. Plus, Park Power shares its profits with local not-for-profits that are working to make a difference for their communities. Shopping local is very important to Park Powers owner Chris Kazoski, and we love local here at the Alberta Podcast Network, so it mm-hmm. is a great fit. Learn more at parkpower.ca. And speaking of the Alberta Podcast Network, we are a part of that, powered by ATB. And the APN did unbelievable at the Canadian Podcast Awards, winning one, two, three, four, five, six. Holy man, Uh, that's a thing, won uh, the Outstanding Kid and Family Series, putting it together, Outstanding Music Series, the Tight Ends won the Outstanding Sports Series, congratulations, I blame Brazilian Ty for the loss, the Dave Berta podcast. That that is fair. (laughs) That is fair. (laughs) 
the Dave Berta podcast. One of the outstanding news and current affairs series, Press Start to Join, technology series, and Emily Missed Out, the outstanding television and film series. It's an honor to be a part of this network with uh, mm-hmm. all of these great award-winning shows. Kicking ass. That's awesome. Kicking ass and taking names. Absolutely. And, you know, if, if we didn't win the sports uh, category, I was glad that it was the tight ends and it was another member of uh, the APN. Absolutely. Well, Ty, I'm glad you made it through <laughs> without reaching through the phone and punching me in the face. It was close. Like, like, you know, I'll, I'm going to Edmonton for the hockey game on Saturday night. I might leave early and come to Black Falls and do that and then go back up north. I'll be in the mountains. Oh, must be nice. You get to go to the mountains and I get to go to Manitoba next week. So, Ooh. you know, everything is just coming up Millhouse right now. Ooh. Yeah, I'm super excited. Not. <laughs> Rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcatcher to the Two and Out CFL podcast. We'll talk to you in two weeks. Thanks for listening. Find more great shows like this at CF Pod Network on Twitter.